Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's insane episode of Breakfast with Boom. I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and we have an incredible show for you today. As you can see, we got some medium gameplay going in the background so far. I am really enjoying it. Uh, Bloober team did an unbelievable job. And yeah, you know, it's not uh, terror that you're feeling. It, it's a really, really uh, like mystery, but we're going to get into that in a little bit later. Uh, I'm just going to give some small impressions because on Tuesday, uh, Pong Sol and I are going to be doing uh, you know, a reaction live show where we're going to be talking about our experiences, how far we've gotten. Hopefully, I will have beaten it by the time Tuesday comes around. We'll be talking about uh, the message from Bloober Team at the end of the game, asking you for uh, feedback and uh, how to critique their game, which is pretty cool. And of course, we'll be giving our live on the air review. But for today, we have one hell of a show. And what's crazy is that you know normally when you would you when I prepare for these shows, you you know you write up your show notes, you set everything up, and boom, you go. But last night, we got some incredible information that set the gaming world on fire. Now, listen, acquisitions are, are, are hot topics, you know, specifically with Microsoft, because quite frankly, they are looking to drop some coin. Um, but, you know, when you start hearing rumors and you start hearing, you know, grain of salt theories you kind of, you know, you got to temper your expectations. But when you start seeing people like Benji Sales get involved in the conversation, well, now we're starting to get a little bit of a percolation. But before we get into the topics, and as we wait for people to kind of file in, and hopefully our other two guests that are supposed to be here show up, let's get into the introductions. We're going to start with, of course, Crispy Bomb. Thank you so much for being here, brother. Hopefully you are ready for today's show. What What's going on and what you've been playing? And more importantly, how the heck are you? Oh, great, Boom. Good to be here. What is up, chat? Good to see everybody grabbing their coffee, ready to roll. I'm ready to roll as well. Let's go. Well, thank you so much for being here. And yes, as uh, as I as I um, suspected, Dreadpool is here. Dreadpool, what's going on, brother? Welcome to the program. Good morning, everyone. How's it going? Oh man, I am so so pumped. I was playing uh, medium. Yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to get into uh, the medium. I'm quite enjoying it. It is exactly what I was hoping from Blooper Team. Uh, it is very, very reminiscent of Silent Hill, more specifically, too. Um, the music is fantastic, um, and uh, I'm enjoying myself. So uh, I'm glad that you're playing it. So we get, you know, we can actually have a conversation. Uh, but next up. And last, and in no way least, Mr. Badbit. Welcome to the program representing PlayStation Nation. Hey, guys. I woke up 20 minutes ago, and I'm excited to be here, <laughs> to be cognizant, to talk some... Because I, I got two... Like, the beginning topic, I got I got two sides of the coin out. So I'm, I'm pumped. Let's, let's, let's talk about some games. You know me already, guys. Bye. Well, you know what? Let's let's rip the Band-Aid off and go right into yeah. it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we we are here today. Uh, you know, like we are every Friday morning to entertain. And what better way to entertain? There are nearly one hundred people that are already here than to talk about the medium. Uh, this is a game 
that is exclusive for the Xbox Series X and S and, of course, PC. What's interesting and why it's substantial is by the book technically, or the technical book, I should say, this is really the first next-generation title for the Xbox Series X and S simply because you cannot play this on the OG Xbox One. And listen... Uh, I, uh, this game is probably not going to be for everyone. Uh, it is uh, a, a horror title at its core. Uh, a lot of people don't like horrors, more specifically like Zemi Games, will not play this. I'm going to be honest with you, so far, so far, and I'm about maybe three hours, maybe a little bit more into it, um, there have been some you know, jump scares. There was a particular boss battle that was terrifying uh, because you're just really running for your life. But for the most part, it's really like solving a mystery. You're using your medium powers to uncover secrets. And, and, uh, and there are, I mean, this game is basically a, a giant puzzle. Uh, there are so many different elements on using your abilities on how to solve particular puzzles. And to be honest with you, they haven't been so mind-numbing. That you're like, I just don't know what to do. Uh, you know, with with clear deduction, I think you can figure it out. Um, you know what? We'll go right first to Dreadpool. Dreadpool, for you, what has been your experience with the medium? Well, there you it's go. It's been one of those days. It's not. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just happy that we finally get, you know, get a chance to get into a game that looks great, plays well. Um, it's different yet similar to what we've uh, experienced before in the past. You know, you, you mentioned Silent Hill, so you know, remin uh, reminiscent of the that back days back then. You know, um, but it's really cool. It, it's uh, I'm still, you know, I'm 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 loving it. You know, it, it I'm just enjoying the fact that there's. Uh, some sh uh, ray tracing there that uh, not everything's shiny, you know what I mean? So it's just uh, the way that everything is just put together. I really don't want to say much because I'm still trying to get into the game and, and not spoil it for many people. Well, you know what? Um, again, it's I'm very early in, um, but I, I think that what we can say is that there is a vibe that you get that completely mm -hmm. remains throughout the entire, I would imagine, campaign. Again, I'm only three hours into it. Um, I'm, I'm kind of aggravated that uh, the, the way Microsoft has been doing things with their releases is a bit of a conundrum. Um, if I do have one complaint, is about wh why couldn't I play this till after 2 p.m. yesterday oh. when it launches on the 28th? I, I, I just don't understand. It's so frustrating. You know, I actually got up at midnight uh, figuring, okay, I can get an hour in, go to sleep, wake up. It, I know that the game is ready to go yeah. and nothing. I it, it, It's, again, it's a small complaint. So obviously not the game's <laughs> fault, but just an annoying to say the least. Um, I, I don't reported know. It. I reported it to them thinking that there was a bug. I was just, you know, and someone mentioned, oh, no, it's it's a certain time release. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Because I waited. It was like 10 o'clock yesterday morning, and I'm sitting here trying to play, and it won't work. It won't work. I'm like, mm. here's a screenshot. Here's the, here's the report going through. I'm thinking, you know, because I just got an update 
uh, like twice so far this past week. Uh, and, and I'm sitting there like, what's going on here? Yeah. And I had to sit there and wait until 12, uh, 12 uh, p.m. before I was able to play. And I played 10 minutes, and I was like, this is it. I got to get some sleep. <laughs> so I you know, in the meantime, I'm sitting there trying to play this, listen to you guys yesterday. And then after that, I just brought the phone with me to bed and listened to you guys until I crashed out. So everybody's like, hey, what's up? And I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean it, you know it had me going so this morning before we got on here I was like I'm getting back on this so I I did like a 15 minute stream just trying to go through and and like find every nook and cranny just to see what I was missing if I missed anything but uh, it's really cool I even got the first achievement for for looking around before you leave the level oh I will say this the achievements are uh plentiful there there's no doubt about it, it, it and I you know that's the, that's what I enjoy not so much that I'm unlocking achievements which I broke uh, 290 thousand this morning I'm, I'm trying to hit that 300 thousand so I could say I got 300 you know 300k um if you play the game if you're interested in knowing the story if you're gonna take the time to investigate and read through things, Achievement's going to pop up like crazy. Um, and I love that about the game. Not just because, again, not just because you're unlocking achievements, because they are rewarding you for just playing the game. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what I love about the achievement system. Um, Joe, I know that you have it. I got questions. Yes. Uh, well, well, you know what? Let's let's get to some of those questions. Yeah. So the one thing that the the medium, the big selling point on it, isn't that it's just like some type of weird spiritual successor or inspiration to Silent Hills 2, but it is also rendering the game twice. One in a nightmare mode, one in, you know, the, the, the regular world mode, right? How does that affect gameplay? Is it a gimmick, do you find, more often than not, or is it actually a useful tool that enhances the gameplay? Well, I mean, what I can say is that uh, it's a necessity to move mm. through the game. I mean, Ooh. sure, you, you you can consider it, well, well, it's a gimmick. They're just telling, you know, how she, you know, to solve a puzzle or something. But the reality is, is that she uses these powers. Yeah, so you're actively to, using them. It's, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. and again, here's the thing. That there's a lot of time where you're not... Uh, you, 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 there are certain aspects of the game that you use them. It's not on the fly or at will. There, there's a specific reason for you to use okay. your powers, and you'll see when she does. She gets like a migraine, and then the, the and then the the, the 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 camera angle splits. Right, and then um, you're like, okay, so so it's more like it's like in moments, kind of like in Titanfall three when you're shifting back in and out of the future. Spoilers for Titanfall, sorry two. Uh, but you should have played that game because it's amazing. So that, that's what it's kind of like. It's kind of, it, but but more of it. Right? Yes, I, I I think that's probably the best way I could I can I can say it. it it's you okay. you use these powers to the, to solve puzzles from both mm -hmm. sides, one in the spiritual world, one in the real world. And sometimes mm -hmm. you need to do both. Yep. Um, uh, my other question for you, sir. Uh, you say this this takes a lot of inspiration from Silent Hills, right? Which is fantastic because Konami ain't making no games. Um, is there like a like a like a pyramid head like enemy that's going to chase you around and be a, be a real creep? 
Well, <clears throat> you know what? I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but yes, the answer to that is yes. Yes, there is. As a matter of fact, there's again the one particular um uh boss battle, if 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 you if I can call it that, that you had with this thing, it's mm-hmm. It chases you, and, and there's a couple of aspects uh, where there's some uh, sneaking around this thing that you okay. have to do. Um, if you get caught, there mm. is a particular way to get out of it, but that only uh, you're only able to do that once. Otherwise, then you're then, then you then, then you just uh, then it just cracks your neck. Okay, I assume you know. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it. I'm glad to hear that you guys are enjoying it. That's that's for sure. For me, um, I'm I downloaded it on my Xbox. I can't wait to try that out. Hopefully, sometime tonight, so I can have a a better idea of what I'm working with here. Definitely um, turn off the lights. Definitely turn off the lights. Oh, you know what? I will lights. also suggest that it, it and it's it tells you in the beginning. Uh, it's best played with headphones. Yes. Oh yeah. Because there is a there is a a a, a, a subtle track of eeriness and voices and creepiness mm-hmm. that you will miss if you don't play it. Now, granted, you can play the game because I didn't start off with headphones. I I just wanted to experience the game. And uh, but but I will tell you that if you're looking for incredible enhancement, if you're looking for that uh, dreadful kind of a feeling with this game, and it does offer that, it, it it is probably best to play with headphones. I think you're cheating yourself out of the full spectrum yes. of what the game mm-hmm. is trying to do. Yep. Yeah, I always play with headphones on. That's that's always been my thing. I can't play a game without hearing it that's that's always my my number one thing i have to hear the game so like hearing of headphones yeah that's a that's a that's a no-brainer for me i gotta do that um maybe maybe light a candle off to the side just to you know (laughs) get that ambience get yourself in there it's it's, yeah so it's so yeah yeah. also what i'm seeing here um uh tank controls well, you know, that's the thing. Uh, one of the issues that I've seen from people uh, that may or may not have a problem with is the fact that there are some fixed camera angles. Now, tank controls is a little bit of uh, yes and no, because you're not re- it's, it's not old school Resident Evil tank controls where you, where you literally have to turn. You, you know what I'm saying? You don't have yeah. any free movement. There's plenty of free movement, but there are some is, there are some instances where it does uh, heavily rely on on fixed camera. Okay. Um, this may or may not be, uh, a, you know, a, 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 I guess a, a grabbing point for you to play through the game. Mm-hmm. But it does again. Listen, it, it, it does borrow a lot from classic survival horror. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there, there is no free roam <laughs> camera. The, the, you know, you're not panning the the, the camera yeah. around you. Which, again, I'm going to be honest with you. If you would have told me about this, I might have been a little bit um, apprehensive. But playing through it, it has not been a problem. Okay. So, the, yeah. do you think? Do you think? Real talk. Uh, that that could play as one of the factors of why it's it's scoring is less consistent where like you're seeing like GameSpot and IGN give it a nine but you're seeing other places like you know destructoid and I, you know i think well shocker is giving it around a six or a seven you think that like some reviewers are reviewing it and they're like oh this take controls i missed this and 
Some of them are going, oh, shit, fucking tape controls. Okay, I'm out of here. Yeah, it I could think, be. I, I think so. Yeah. I think part of it is uh, that dual-edged sword where those of us that have played this style of games back in the day, the controls yeah. are much, much more refined and better, cleaner, um, uh, accurate versus mm -hmm. back then. And then those that are into you know first-person shooters and trying to play a game like this, you're, you're, you're thrown off. Well, yes. I'm just even thinking like with like Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake, right? Both those games having tank controls, uh, I mean, those are the bar, right? Like Resident Evil was those like weird, here's a camera, literal camera angle, and you're mo moving throughout that room. You can't, you, you know, you don't have the freedom to move around with that camera. Uh, and then you're seeing like, like Resident Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil 3 remake, kind of just doing that over-the-shoulder, you know, vibe, but still giving you that claustrophobic feel because for the most part, especially in 2, you have those tight corridors, you know, but it's giving you that free camera movement. Is that similar? Because I've never played uh, a Silent Hills game before, ever. Is that also similar to, like, Silent Hill games in the past? Because I, I want to know if Bloober is trying to hold true to that spiritual... In influence that that Silent Hills has on the series. Does Silent Hills also have that that type of camera movement? I mean, it it like I said, it has a very reminiscent feel of the old school uh, Resident Evils and the old school, of course, cool, uh, um, Silent Hill for sure. Yeah. There, there's just no doubt about it. Um, I mean, look, here's the thing. This was not expected to be a AAA release. This is not a you know a, a ten uh, you know a ten million dollar made game. It, it's just it's just not the, the, mm -hmm. the Bloober team has its limitations. But I think that going into this game, not taking anything away from the developers, folks, this is a fantastic game. There are some aspects of it uh, that really push the boundaries of the console. I think that yeah, sure. Some of some of the complaints that we've heard have been like the character model isn't fantastic. And right. I would agree with that. I would agree that the, 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 some of the facial animation um, is not like top tier. But when you get, but again, it does not take anything away from what the game is trying to do. Now, obviously, if you see it running, it looks like it's running in slow motion. That's because apparently there's an issue when you capture things off of the Xbox. I found out this yesterday. And it, and some and you record it, you know, you put a, you know, you know, for set it up for it could be used for gameplay in the background. It slows it down when when HDR is involved. I just found out that yesterday. By then, I already had recorded it. So, Ija, you know, whatever. But um, I just want to uh, just grab a, a, a particular message in the chat that I saw, and I want to I want to mm -hmm. address it because I, it almost feels a little disrespectful to Bloober. Uh, and it's from Corey Chump. He says, Bloober team is a single-A team of 90 people trying to be a double-A team, but we'll see. Well, you know what, dude? i got to be honest with you. I mean, are they a single-A team? Because Layers of Fear 1 and 2 looked amazing, sold very, very well. Um, uh, the Blair Witch Project was fucking fantastic, pardon my French. And I kind of think you're being a little disrespectful because unless you're a developer and you can do this, I think maybe it wasn't worded the the the, the best. I could see maybe what they're they're saying is like, um, you know, they are a smaller team, and this is probably 
I mean, this is, is probably the biggest the thing ambitious. that they have done. Sure. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we'll see if if the if this hit, hits the mark. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I mean, look. All I know is this. I think I think people are very quick to uh, press the uh, the judge button and and not put themselves in the position of the uh, of the, uh, and again listen like for instance one of the worst reviews that i have personally read was the one from uh joe you talked about it yesterday from uh the, for, the from metacritic for, for uh um the medium. Oh, gaming bible there was like the a three out, bible, three out of ten three out of ten i read the review and I got to be honest with you, sometimes it makes me scratch my head because three out of ten games for someone that reviews a game is a game that's it unplayable. Has to be fucking broken, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's basically unplayable. Yeah. It, 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 where if you pick it up, if you pick something up, like for instance, if you would have told me that you played Cyberpunk, and it looks amazing, but every five seconds you your your game crashed and you had to, and it brought you back to the title screen. Right. That's a three out of ten, right. regardless of how it looks. Yeah. So listen, I, look again. I I I I can't say that this is going to be anyone's game of the year. I think that what Bloober team uh, uh, it, it w- was trying to do, ha- they've delivered. And again, I haven't beaten the game. I'm only three to four hours into it, mm-hmm. but I can tell you that. I am going to return to this game. As a matter of fact, it's the only game that I'm going to be playing until I until I beat it because I really want to learn the story. I'm looking for collectibles, not just for achievements, because I want to know the backstory of what exactly mm-hmm. is going on. Yeah, I mean, it's not, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a from from like everything I've gathered, it sounds like a fun seven. It sounds like a fun low late. You know, seven point five. Like around there, and that's you great. know what? If, again, I, I'm not going to give my personal review because we're going to do that on Tuesday. Yeah. And again, I really want to play through the game, but it's not a ten, but it's not a five. It's not even no. a six. Yeah. Uh, that's, 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 that's why I say meta. Who? You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, yeah. They're supposed to be a tool for us to use, and some of them yeah. use it as a tool to get to attention. Push agendas. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, you know, uh, and and one thing, if I may, I, I was reading in the chat. Fen Solo was asking, "Are these puzzles difficult?" And I'm gonna, mm. uh, from what I've seen so far, I'm gonna say it's a combination. I have not seen like, I haven't gotten that far into it. To well, say, you gotta yeah, play the game, dude. Exactly. Yeah, but from what yeah. I've seen, they're not that difficult. But I think they're varied. Where you, you, depending on who you are, where you are, and how much you're paying attention, they could be a little bit more on their difficult side, but they mm-hmm. are some easy ones too. So it's not just, uh, you know, one-sided, okay, this is a, a difficult game, kind of like Demon Souls. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a difficult game. This is how it is. So I think they, they have a little bit of ver- variety to them. And some of them, you actually find out that you solved the puzzle without actually paying attention because you just going through, right. you know, going through the motions. So yeah, because I'm real dumb when it comes to puzzles, yeah. So it, it's don't look at it as you know if it's a puzzle, stay away. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. Really no, I hard. I, so I it's think not like that. I, I put it to you this way, Dred. I, I think the way that they do it, and, and I think that this is what I really enjoy about the game, because a puzzle can be a simple puzzle to get through a door. Like let's say, for instance, Resident Evil One. You had to move this statue over here. You had to move that statue over there, and a door opened for you, and you progressed through. Mm-hmm. As you're t- solving these puzzles, it's telling you a story. So if you if you care or you're invested in what is happening on the screen, 
then it's then then in my opinion they have delivered on what they wanted to do because the puzzle is a part of the story rather than the puzzle just being a part of the game if that makes sense yes mm -hmm. exactly um crispy bomb for you uh, i know that you don't you don't have that you don't have a series x yet you're, you're working on it we, we we know that but from what you've heard from us what you've seen what you're seeing on the screen I believe, based on you know knowing you, I think I know you anyway. This is something you'd probably play with your girl. Are you are you excited to get into the medium? You're you're right on point. This is more up my girlfriend's alley than myself. I'm more the crazy action, shooting people in the head type thing. You know, uh, I got to constantly be you know challenged. It feels like this feels like more like my girlfriend like loves to like play games that relax she played through Blair Witch she enjoyed the heck out of it didn't okay. like it. it's uh, some of the glitches that that kind of turned her off a little bit but she pushed through it eventually she's she's played tell me why she's she's really into games like this very you know simplistic you know doing puzzles stuff like that it's almost like take her mind off stuff me I'm like give me some gears give me some golf something like it <laughs> so I'll probably oh, that was a, that was, those are two very different types. Yeah, of but, but golf golf is is fun in a different way. You know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. I just love it because you're like. <laughs> it's yeah, that is funny. Like, I go from I go I go from chainsawing somebody <laughs> in half to getting a hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> get a hole in one though. It's like it's like going on a five kill streak. You know what I that's mean? True. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I like but, it. Um, yeah, that's you know that's something that I get to enjoy just her enjoying it. You know what I mean? Because. Mm. When we do get a Series X, it's going to be, you know, that's going to be like a centerpiece for a, a long period of time. And, you know, she hasn't really seen, um, you know, we haven't both seen what this thing's capable of. And hopefully when we get it, they really have optimized a lot more games and a lot more games are coming out just for it. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to, you know, her enjoying it, you know, and probably getting scared. <laughs> I mean, you never know, but. I just I do want to bring up the fact that, you know, this is why Game Pass is so great because, you know, this game is not scoring well. I don't always agree with every, uh, you know, critic, by the way, because some of them I'm just like, did you even play the game? It doesn't even sound like you did. Um, but at the end of the day, you got different scores because people are like, you know, I don't like this type of game. I like this type of game. Me, I probably wouldn't give it a great score if I was, as I was reviewing it, you know, but that's me. That's, you know, so that's why Game Pass is here. So, you know, my girlfriend gets to enjoy this. This game might not have been made if if this wasn't happening. So, you know something? And here's the thing. Um, I, I You know, you, you said something that triggered, uh, uh, you know, like a, a happy memory for me because this is in Game Pass, right? And I think that when you turn around and you look at the overall helpings, that are currently in Xbox Game Pass. And you start building big AAA games with AA games and single A games and some uh, indie titles in there, and you kind of mix it all together. I think as a gamer, you have to walk away satisfied. Like I said, maybe this game isn't going to be for everyone, but if it is for you and you do have Xbox Game Pass, here you go. Here is a nice six to eight to ten hour game that's going to tell a very creepy story. Now, again, here's the thing: I was listening to. I don't like that guy in the mask. I can tell you that. Yeah, well, they, well, you're going to get going to get creepy shit like that throughout the whole game. I'm, I'm telling you right now. There's some stuff that that's like you're like wow. Now, 
I am going to say this. Um, according to uh, the, the the guys on the X-Cast, which, of course, is, again, it's on, on kind of funny. They, they did the review. Paris was there. Uh, of course, um, uh, Snowbike Mike is there. Uh, Tim Geddes, who did not like this. He's only an hour in. He was like, yeah, it's just, it's just not for me. Greg Miller had some nice things to say about it. There's a particular part uh, that you, they kept mentioning. When you get to the wheelchair part, the game completely blows the doors off. So mm. I haven't gotten there yet. And I'm, I'm now hearing them say that has me very excited because I'm enjoying what I'm playing. And if you're telling me that the door is going to be blown off at the quote-unquote wheelchair part, now I'm, I'm, now I'm in. Yeah, now I'm intrigued. I mean, even I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah I uh, you know what? Yeah. Real quick, uh, Tim Brewster in the chat. Uh, I'm going to throw it up on the screen for you to see. He asks, on a scale of one to Hellblade, how are the puzzles? Yeah, well, that's a good one. You know, that, that, that's a good one because um, the, the Hellblade puzzles, man, some of them were a conundrum. Uh, they, Honestly, it, God, I hope they just take them out of the next game. That's, I, that's, I couldn't I be imagine, Hellblade because I'm that dumb at puzzles, y'all. No, no, they, they were difficult. I, I even had to, uh, Mrs. Boomstick had to help me out with a couple of them. Like, I just, I can't see the pattern. She goes, yeah. let me take a look and see. Boop, she got it. Of course, she's like the Tetris queen. So she's she's really good with puzzles. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't say that they're on the level of difficulty for Hellblade. Mm -hmm. I think the best way to describe the puzzles is they put you in a room. Mm -hmm. And you have your your send. You have to hit your left button to get you know to activate your 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 medium powers, and things light up for you. And you just have to put things together. Like there's a particular part where you had to um, develop a, 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 a photograph, and you had to you know do it in order, and you had to hold you know each thing for three seconds, and you had to count because if you, you'd burn the film, it'd be ruined. So you have to. You know, do, do the count for three seconds for each one and put it on the lamp for five seconds and the picture, you know, comes out and then there's the puzzle. So there, there yeah. are a lot of little puzzles like that. Some are more difficult, some are more elaborate where you got to go into two and three different rooms to find everything you need then to come back to solve said puzzle. So it's 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 not so I don't think you're going to get get to a puzzle. At least I haven't yet that you're going to be like, damn, I got to go to YouTube. I, I got to go check this out. Yeah, because that was my aggravation with Hellblade. Uh, why I, I eventually stopped playing on the PlayStation version uh, because it got to a point where I'm just like, am I just YouTubing this whole game? Because then I might as well just YouTube the whole game. And like that, that was my aggravation. I, and again, I suck at puzzles. I like getting a little bit of challenge in there for sure. But like when I feel like the, the, the puzzles are too obtuse, then I'm just like, okay, this game's purposely being an asshole to my dyslexia. You know what I mean? <laughs> or this game's purposely being an asshole about ADD, <laughs> these sons of guns. So yeah, no. For, yeah, it, it I'm glad to see it's not like that. Yeah, what makes it worse, and that's Hellblade, was you're, you, you were on the right track. You just couldn't make it. Yep. match yep. you know what i mean you're right there but you couldn't make it match and as far as i could tell like i said i haven't played enough but as far as i could tell it's nowhere that difficult but right, cool. it seems that there is a variety in difficulty uh, you know so it, you just like boom said you know the film section it's very easy but it's difficult you mm. know what i mean you gotta you gotta pay attention there, there it tells you certain things and as you go from one thing to the next you can burn it real fast, or you, you you know you get what you're looking for, but it, yeah. 
you got to pay attention. It's, you know, all the cues you got to, you know, so it's not just listening, it's reading. It, you know, so it, there's a lot of uh, visual cues that if you miss, you won't know what, what, what's, what you're looking for. So you got to pay attention. Yes. Yeah, you, you definitely, again, the best way I could describe how you should play this game is if, it, if it's a game that you enjoy playing, if, if you want to understand what is happening and you, you're invested. I, I love getting invested in a story. Mm-hmm. I love getting invested in a character in a story because it's the same way that me and Mrs. Boomstick, we really like sitting down, whether it be a movie or a film or uh, you know a series that we're watching, or the new Wand Division, for instance, that we're going to watch mm-hmm. today, which is supposedly go off the rails, by the way. Um, Let's hope because you know yeah. three episodes. The, the first three were. Uh, listen, I'm going to be honest. I with like you. the third one a little bit Miss, more. Yeah, so did I. Mrs. Yes. Boom loves the MCU. She really does. Not, not so big fan of the uh, the DCEU, but loves the the Marvel <laughs> film. And she told me in her exact her exact commentary for uh, the first two episodes is like it was like nails on a chalkboard for me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, 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 you know what? This is not MCU cast. That's, yeah, <laughs> continue. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll continue anyway. But listen, I'm just folks, get it all soft. All through. I can say is this: my advice to you mm-hmm. is whatever you do, stay away from. These sites telling you that the game is awful, or the sites telling you this is the greatest thing from sliced bread. I think what you need to do is simply play the game yourself. If you have Game Pass, it's there for you. If you, I'm not going to say you shouldn't buy it. I'm not saying that you should buy it. I'm saying that if you like games that are telling a very unique story with unique powers, and you like horror, this is again not terror. You know, this is this this isn't the you know uh, the you know Exorcist. This is much different. This is more horror than it is terror. There are some jump scares for sure. Since what I've seen, I did get one boss battle that was creepy as all hell. Yes. So if you like that kind of stuff, you you, you really mm. should at least try it. Again, if you have Game Pass, and the question is, why wouldn't you have Game Pass? You know, yeah. you should try it. But I do want to move on. To the next topic because we are 36 minutes into the uh, the good. show today, and I want to talk about, of course, PlayStation Plus. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that this is worthy of a conversation because this might be the best PlayStation Plus uh, helpings in its existence, uh, folks. Look, you know, one of the things that gamers like are free games, um, and you get free games. If you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber, uh, and I know people are like, well, that's not really fee- free because I had to pay $60. Well, I paid $31 for a year's <laughs> subscription. Yeah. Uh, and I have, I'm good until 2020, the end of 2023. Um, because I bought them like crazy. I, when they're $31, yeah. you, 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 you hop just, on that. You have to. You have yeah. to. So for <clears throat> now with Xbox Live, you get these, this month we're getting five games. And uh, one of them is Gears 5, which is great. But getting back to what Sony is doing mm-hmm. this month is pretty incredible. Uh, first of all, Destruction All-Stars. Now, maybe this game is not going to be for everyone. It is basically Fortnite meets Twisted Metal. That That's the best way I could describe this game. Um, it has uh, it, it was actually made by um, the team uh, that Lisa worked. Dreams. 
Yeah, they worked on Need for Speed Payback and Geometry Wars Three Dimensions. Um, and I, 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 I gotta tell you, this was originally launching at a seventy dollar mm-hmm. price point. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think the game would have sold anything at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the game is not worthy of it. I'm saying that. It's a new IP. It's very, very limited. To, it's a driving game. So I don't know if people are going to jump on it. But to have this given to us, if you are a PlayStation Plus member, is dope. There's no doubt about it. It's definitely, if you are into like a vehicle-based combat game mm-hmm. that features tons and tons of different characters to play, then this is probably for you. Um, and the second game... Um, of course, is Control, but it's not Control the uh, the regular edition. It is the Ultimate Edition that has the uh, beefed up uh, graphics as well as all of the DLC, which yeah. is pretty dope. Uh, all of the DLC that you would have had to pay for uh, is in is in, is obviously um, a part of this. Um, and of course, the third the, the third game is uh, one that i think did not get enough i thought the game was an artistic masterpiece um uh it's it, it's a it's i mean basically you're you're running around with a magic paintbrush um yeah. joe what, what is a, a concrete, concrete genie. genie yeah, yeah. It, again easy plat as well it, easy platinum yes that's that is very true uh but more so the game is freaking pretty gorgeous to be honest with mm-hmm. you so to be honest with you, these three games, in, at least in my opinion, are probably the best so far. Joe, what are your thoughts on this? Um, so we we took this in a in a really interesting direction on the trophy room this week. Of um, you know, th- they've done a great job. Sony has in the beginning of this generation to support people that have bought the, the console for for the first time right like they they've given you you know the the indie stuff like uh like bug snacks for sure for for the first two months then they give you something goofy with man eater uh and then they give you something that is uh you know pretty much some people's game of the year in 2019 with control ultimate edition coupled with yeah destruction all-stars which let's be frank about it um, it's there because it didn't pre-order well at all because, yeah, it is a $70 multiplayer only or, or, or focus rather, um, a vehicle based game. And, you know, to me, I, I call it bumper cars meets twisted metal. And even watching it, I was like, why isn't this twisted metal? But maybe yeah, that, I, I, agree. Part, I love a new twisted metal to yeah. be honest. <laughs> but like real talk, I think it's cause the art style maybe doesn't you know, might not, might not peel, peel people towards it anymore. That said, um, it's been a, a great couple of months if you're a PlayStation Plus owner. And honestly, it, it kind of goes with the onus because I'm I'm more of the multiplayer uh, gamer in on the on on uh the trophy room and Kyle isn't and you know he's a single player only guy and he's just like yeah out of the stuff that I get on PlayStation Plus, it seems like every month or two there's giving me something a reason to pay 60 bucks for this service. Yeah. Um and I and honestly, you know, for as a as a as an onlooker for me like if i had to choose between the xbox live service with playstation plus um to lay my head at night it'd probably be playstation plus clearly just or, or solely for um you know the, the the games that i get yes none of them are free but you know for 60 bucks a year getting something like destruction all-stars and you know control ultimate 
that's that's awesome. Giving me a that's reason right to turn on the, the PS5. Admission, though. See that? They, see that's what people have to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're getting a PlayStation Five game. It's exclusive for the PlayStation Five. So if you don't have a lot of games, hello, right? Yeah. So you know, I, all right. I I truly think it speaks to as well Sony's biggest strength uh, as a console maker, which is its curation is is just second to none. Um, you know, the way that they're able to pick games, uh, to feature, to pick games, to push, um, is really, is really something, uh, something to kind of admire from them as, as a major corporation. And and for me, what I was saying on, on the trophy room is like, there has to be a a way to get PlayStation now at this level as well. Uh, you know, you know not- what? I, 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 I'm hoping that the the subtle hint that uh, Jim Dancing Shoes Ryan said um, is is indicating that yeah. PlayStation Now is going to somehow be roped into PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're going to increase the price or they're just going to Probably, get people yeah. into the service. And and that's the that so and one thing that happened three days ago that that just swam by all the you know all the news is um john codera the the man that had originated playstation plus playstation network uh pretty much all their service space he left he retired right he 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 moved positions into into something that uh hints that he is working on another service oh okay so yeah maybe maybe that's their their game pass-esque yeah it's what I kind of want at the end of the day too. I yes, don't want too. the the direct, you know, not to say direct comparison, but I would like something that is solely different and not just I copied your homework. You know, I, I, I said this for <laughs> I said this for months now. Uh, if 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 PlayStation puts their games day and date on a PlayStation Now service, those games have to change because they're single player focus. Yeah. You need either to go out like Microsoft is doing and buy half the industry, or you need to make them most uh, have a multiplayer component. And I don't want God of War to have a multiplayer component. I've seen God of War's for multiplayer components. They're not worth playing to me. No, there, there, there are some games that it's if you try to bake it in, it just ruins. The, it, it takes mm-hmm. points off of an, a great game trying to be uh, the best, like for instance, you're gonna get you're gonna get multiplayer and single player to uh, to uh, both to fantastic levels uh, in uh, Halo and of course yeah. Gears. Uh, they did that very well in Last of Us. A lot of people really really yeah. enjoyed action. Behind the, uh, right? uh, a lot of people like that. Um, but if you tried to bake it into something like Horizon Zero Dawn, and there's a bunch of Aloys running around on dinosaurs, yeah. it would it would, just, it'd be, it would be gross. Exactly, and you got like, and you have to do that smartly. And how do you do that smartly? You know, so you know. Hey, look, it, rumor has it like games like uh, Horizon are going to have multiplayer components, but in like co-op. So maybe yeah, that's, that, 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 and that's different. See that that's where yeah, you appreciate be it because you could get parts of the story told that mm-hmm. you normally may miss if you don't do that co-op aspect. Yeah. Yeah, so great month, and you know it really does show that Sony, if if they can do it, they they can make a really great service. So yeah, I'm 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 excited to see the future out of that. Yeah, me too. Real quick, before I bring in Crispy Bomb in the conversation, I want to thank two people. First of all, Bounty Boom, a very generous friend of the show, he drops an outstanding two dollars super chat and says, "Happy 
TGIF boom and panel. I'm loving the medium so far. Yes, a lot of us are. I'm, I'm, I cannot wait for the show to end so I can get right back to it um, because that's what I'm going to do today. I'm taking the day off just to play games. Uh, you know, it doesn't happen often, but I'm definitely going to do that. And Viper XT, who continues to be a very generous member of the community, he drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, character animation aside, the detail and graphics are absolutely amazing. Really enjoying it so far. Yeah, listen, I mean, again, I'll be the first one to tell you. I'm not going to say they make excuses for Bloober. The, the character model, eh, you know, it, it, it could use some work. There's no doubt about it. Um, but other than that, I, I really don't have any complaints. I'm really, I'm actually quite enjoying it. But uh, Crispy Bomb, listen, I know you don't got a PlayStation 5 yet. Uh, I know that's something that's going to be in the card sometime down the line. But when you look at what they're offering... Uh, for 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 free, if you are a PlayStation Plus member, what, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, you're, you're justifying the the purchase, and you know you have to you have to understand that these games were supposed to release a, you know some some pretty pricey uh, you know seventy dollars. So that's you know that's a good amount of money you're getting for uh, just the subscription price. So I just I, I'm confused on what they're doing with PlayStation Plus. And now, like, you know, you'd feel like they would put one of those games on on PlayStation now, you know, and, and try to bolster that service. I just I mean, I, I'm thinking they're going to they're going to start justifying a small price increase or, uh, for PlayStation Plus. If, if this is the route they're going, it's it's you know what it look, it, it is a possibility. I, I what I thought was going to happen and I, and I kind of still do is um, when we heard, because Jim Ryan said that there was some big changes coming. So you don't know what that big changes are. He, he has also talked downwards about uh, Xbox Game Pass not being sustainable for Sony. Um, so, so when you hear those two things, my, my detective skills uh, say that what they want to do is they want to bake PlayStation Now into PlayStation Plus and charge $10 more. For sixty nine ninety nine, um, uh, you know, uh, sixty nine ninety nine a year, you get all of this, mm-hmm. and I think that's what they're going to do now. I mean, like Joe said, I think if you're a PlayStation owner, everybody wants a Game Pass as service. Though I don't know if Sony uh, A will do it. Um, and their investors will sign off on that, or B, they can afford to do it. See, and again, this is this is not saying that your your company is poorer than mine. Quite frankly, Microsoft has a significant amount of more money yeah. than Sony does, and they are, they can take upfront losses that much Sony, higher. Yeah, at much at a much higher rate. Than and that's Sony why I think when Jim Ryan says it's not sustainable, it's not sustainable for his company, Correct. for a company that has more money than the U.S. government. They can do that stuff, right? <laughs> for for a company that that literally like the, there's only really two divisions that print them a significant amount of cash, and one of them's being hit by a pandemic right now. Um, that's not doable. It's just not. And so, you know, there I I, I would love to see what their equivalent is. Um, the last price cre- increase for PlayStation Plus. Was it, I believe, 2006, or sorry, 2016 or 2017? So, um, I, and that was to from 50 to 60. So, I am interested to see where where plus goes from here because a lot of people are like, oh man, these games are very expensive. How, how, are, they, how are they doing it? Um, you know, a lot of it is like, uh, 
is down to an economic point of so 505 and this goes for why you see games like all you know um control on 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 game pass is a lot of games they they either get supported by them upfronting cash going hey you're going to launch with this with this service on this day and we're going to pay your development costs and then some like you see with the medium or some games that control what happens is um their analysts do a little analyzing and they go okay so i think we've hit what we can hit on the retail end so let's throw it to a subscription service like a game pass and let's go make some extra money there and and that's kind of how how these services work so like control great game probably hit its market saturation uh, a couple months ago also shady on 505's part because that ultimate edition came out not too long ago as well so like it's it's cool that we're getting it on, on some ends but also to the people that pay for it that sucks 505 yeah. yeah, well, you know what? We did find out much because uh, a lot of people were hating on Remedy. I was one of them. I, I, I thought it was uh, deplorable when they did yeah. that. Um, but it turns out that uh, it was beyond their control. Uh, as yeah. a developer, you only have so much say. Uh, their publisher, 505 Games, uh, is the one that dictated that it be sold separately. And then, of course, later on, we find out that not only Xbox Game Pass was getting it, but now it was given away in... Uh, for free on PlayStation Plus, so that soured a lot of people who went out. And, um, uh, w- w- well, maybe they didn't buy Control initially, but then went out and bought it uh, when the new consoles came out. So like, okay, I'm going to get some good graphics on this, yeah. and now it's free everywhere. Uh, well, yeah. technically not free, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. You, know, you, you, know, you, you, you have to be a, a member of each of the services to get it, but it's in there nonetheless. Um you know, this is not a big topic. Uh, the big topic is coming up next. Uh, that is of what broke late last night, and we have a lot to get into. But Dreadpool, uh, your your opinion on this? Uh, is this a win for uh, PlayStation Plus members? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, whether it's a $70 game or not, doesn't matter. You're getting a game, you know. Yeah. And if this is your type of game, if it brings back some Twisted Metal ideas our feelings uh yeah sure you know um when it, it just sucks when when there's always the win or lose thing you know what i mean uh <clears throat> any game that fits your your play style or enjoyment is always going to be a win any game that's not i mean concrete genie for some sucked you know for others it was beloved so it, it just depends on the side of the fence you sit on but you know, either way, these these games are good for for everybody. It gives you yet again. What do we say in Game Pass, right? Variety option. Yes, exactly. We have the option to play any kind of variety of game, even though we don't like it, or we think we might not like it. We'll actually play it, right? Games with gold, the same thing. There's a lot of games there that most of us would not play or already own. So, so it it falls in the same category. So it's always going to be a win in my in my ideas. Uh, the way I look at it, the outlook is, it's any game, no matter the price, you know. Because uh, look at GameStop, how many games come out at fifty dollars, but they pay you two dollars. You know what I mean? So it's just the, the price that it's worth. Okay, this is what they say it's worth. The the, the one game is forty dollars, the other game is seventy dollars, and here you go. It, you know, uh, this is what what you're getting in monetary value, but the value is not there, right? You're getting it for free. The monetary value is really what you're saving if you would have bought it yourself, 
and how much enjoyment you get out of it. So, uh, not to be philosophical, but that's that's kind of no. I mean, it, 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 it's games. straight to the point, and it's the truth. Obviously, you know, if, if it, again, it, maybe you, maybe like like myself, you'll enjoy all three games. I beat Control. Um, I'm playing through Concrete Genie, and of course, Destruction All Stars is a brand new game. I'll play it. Uh, will I will I put you know, forty hours into it? Well, I don't. You know, um, I. I Who's to say? Who's to say? I, it may may click something with me that I just find interesting. Yeah, um, I, mean, I you know, as an example, Bleeding Edge. A lot of people didn't like it. There were people that loved the game. So yeah. you know, that being said, you know, it, also we got to rip Bleeding Edge because yeah, that's why. I brought it up for it. <laughs> but that's but yet again, there were people that actually did yeah. enjoy the game. Yeah, and, and and again, we, we it's not a topic, and we're gonna get probably gonna get to it on the uh, Xbox Factor podcast this week. But yeah, they're they're holding the, any additional content for that game, so basically the game is dying. Um, you know, after ten months, not not a good look for sure. But I think that um, they they did what they wanted to do with it. It was a passion project, according to all of the reports, and you know it's. It probably doesn't have a player count worth worthy of sustain you know of sustaining development you know and obviously those development on a game that's active is taking developers away from making something new and maybe yeah. they need to you know move those guys or gals over to Project Mara or help with Hellblade Two and thing, <clears throat> excuse me and get that out. Well, listen. Hold on just a second, folks. I just got to grab a sip of water here, and we're going to be good. I do want to move on to, of course, the main topic of conversation. I think that uh, everyone is going to have. Uh, first of all, we have. Wow, we have almost. Wow, we have almost four hundred people here. That is pretty dope. First of all, I want to say thank you for taking the time to check out Double Barrel Gaming. If you're new, if you're someone that has just found this channel, um, I encourage you to please consider subscribing. Uh, it is definitely a channel that does not embark on console war nonsense uh we here we talk about all three uh all three consoles we love just playing games and we like talking about them and uh, i have four live shows weekly that's right four product produce shows along with videos uh so my i pour my heart and soul into this channel and uh, if you're new, please consider subscribing. If you're here, uh, please, and you are enjoying the show, I have to I have to say this because I get yelled at for not saying it by several of the big time YouTubers. You have to say, please hit the like button. It helps. It yeah, really it does help. more yeah. than you actually know. Uh, it 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 really does. But listen, folks, we got to get into the nitty gritty of why everyone is here now. Late last night. Uh, we got word uh, from an industry insider. Now, again, folks, take this, anything that we're going to discuss with a grain of salt, but it's it would be foolhardy to suggest that what we're going to talk about is not going to come true. Now, is it going to come true in the next three months? I couldn't tell you. But we do know that Microsoft is in the business of buying up developers and publishers, they did it with Bethesda. They did it with all of this, all of the, uh, all of the uh, the talent they currently have, like Ninja Theory and uh, Rare. Just the, the list goes on and on, uh, and they're doing it because of what Xbox Game Pass, but more so 
than doing it for Xbox Game Pass is, and I think this is the reality that people really glance over, is to get in the way of the Apples, get in the way of the of the Googles and the Amazons looking to suck up everyone for their own services. And Microsoft did the biggest boom last September on the when we found out that they purchased Zenimax and of course Bethesda. Well, according to Game Rant, where I pulled this story from, uh, a Reddit user that apparently is not only verified but has broken big stories before by the name of Daniel K. Uh, I think it's I think it's pronounced. Uh, I think it's K O T T I A N. Katane. Yeah, Katane. I think that's how it's pronounced. He had some very interesting quotes that um, are worthy of a conversation that I think is going to take up the remainder of the show. Here's what he had to say I think you'll find in the coming months that a number of acquisitions are inbound that have been in the works for a while now. Or if the rumors that I am hearing are true. All I know is that the same gaming media that likes to cry consolidation of the industry will likely have some issues over the next year. Now, this is where now look, Reddit, you know, take take with a grain of salt, you know, does it does it hold a, a glass of water to anyone? I look you you may you may live and die by what they say on Reddit. I personally don't. You know, I take things with a grain of salt. But we have to. I talk- only take my investment advice from Reddit. Yeah, yeah well, um, apparently, they, apparently they know what they're doing. But you see, <laughs> on its own merit, yeah. the story has a you know cheese holes in it for sure. Sure. But Joe, here is where we get into here's here is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. Benji Sales, who is uh, he's my best friend, by the way. He, he well, he's a good dude. He's a community. I think he's. I would like to call him a community icon. I've heard him on the Iron Lords. He's a gentleman. He's a a, a friend to the community, and more importantly, my best friend. Well, your best friend, not my best friend, not yet. But he knows his shit. Well, he said on Twitter last night after this broke. Here is what he had to say. Rumors are floating around Microsoft is looking to make another Bethesda-level acquisition in the near future. And here's what this is where it gets interesting, folks, because now we're starting to talk money. Last quarter was the first time in history the gaming division made over $5 billion in revenue in a quarter. Mm-hmm. Folks, let's, let's, let's pause for a second, Okay. Let's just stop the show for a second and try and let that sink in. We're talking five billion with a B in 90 days. Okay? Mm-hmm. For the Xbox division that currently does not have at its fingertips the new Halo, Fable, Avowed, Perfect Dark, Hellblade 2. Uh, uh, I was gonna say Project Gotham. I want a new Project Gotham, by the way. <laughs> Forza Horizon Motorsport or or or, or Horizon. Right. Joe, this is this is this is pretty epic, and and, yeah. and I think that again, 
no one in the chat is going to suggest that, oh, I didn't, I, boom, I didn't see that coming. Where, wow, I'm shocked. And they're going to go and smoke their pipe. No, we all knew that they're buying another big uh, publisher slash studio because Satya Nadal said he was. They're always looking. The question is, and according to this rumor, and I quote, a Bethesda level acquisition. So now my brain starts to run rampant. Are they talking about Square Enix? Are they talking about Sega? Are they talking about Capcom? What what are they talking about? Because to say Bethesda level acquisition, you have to have as many IPs. Mm-hmm. You have to have as many AAA IPs that have oh, what the kids call bangers. Joe, with yeah. the information that we have in front of us, with the the uh, verified reddit user with benji sales getting into the conversation where do we go from here and how credible do you think that this is actually is and is it going to happen so i like what you said earlier this is the get in the way of amazon google because that is microsoft's true competition i think it's um the most the biggest threat if we're taking a SWOT analysis of this, is Amazon because a lot of people don't know this, but a lot of games off the back end, most importantly Fortnite, use Amazon servers. Um, you know, they they are actually an integral part of the gaming industry on the back end of things, not just of Luna. Um, so you know, they are the 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 comparable ones to take on Microsoft. Not not just that, but Amazon will throw money at something until you maybe notice it. Yeah, Prime Video being one of them, right? They will throw as much money as they can to make sure that you know, you know, man in the high towers, you know, (laughs) that that type of stuff. High castle. High castle. What did I say? High house? No, I said high towers. (laughs) Oh, high towers. Like I mixed Lord of the Rings with it. So, um, yeah, no, for for me, um, I'll put my Bernie hat for a second here. I don't like this. I really, really, I, I can see where this ends. And yeah, while it's exciting now, it is not that great in the future because Microsoft preemptively doing this uh, where we're already starting to talk about, we're already getting in a conversation of um, these tech companies. Yeah. Like we're, we're talking about right now, breaking these tech giants up because they're way too big they're in way too much and they have way too much influence mm. right so like when we're taking a look at like and it's not just microsoft we're talking about apple we're talking about google we are talking about amazon too they're just in way too much and so when i take a look at like the gaming industry yeah like the reddit user like the people that are gonna cry consolidation you, you're gonna have plenty to sob about it's true i will have plenty to sob about i don't like that idea of um of not just Microsoft, it's, it's little to do with them, more of Amazon, of Google, if they want to, or it looks like want to be serious about it, going up there and going, hey, we need a, we need games too, so infrastructure's one thing, how much is EA, right? Or like, how much is an Ubisoft? And then all of a sudden, we're doing what we're doing now with TV, whereas you know, in the beginning, you, you had Netflix. Next, Netflix was a bastion of all the good stuff, and now you, you know, it, and now you're you're deleting your cable box. And in answer to that, we now have you know HBO Max. We now have Hulu. We now have you know all these other little services here or there. Um, that's the thing that really 
you know, and, and at the end of the day, those services adding up and is it really saving you money in the long run rather than getting that cable box, right? Was, was ripping the cable box out of your home really worth it? So that's my, my one fear is that, yeah, we get to this point where now in order to be that gamer, we have, you know, four or five different $20 subscription services to make that possible. Microsoft's <laughs> is to get so much influence really fast that an EA, Ubisoft, and all these people throw their games into that service so that it avoids that consolidation. Uh, they rather be that one big top dog, have the monopoly in the marketplace, uh, subscription services wise, while Amazon and Google are sitting sitting out. But I don't think that's the case. I don't think it's also a realistic case. So on one hand, I don't like it. I always want to say, champion, let's instead of buying major publishers, how about we just buy developers? Like, you know, the ones that there really are do. several, Joe, that I really wish Microsoft would pick up. I, I, yeah. Uber Team is one of them, Asobo exactly. is another. Uh, exactly. you know, uh, people can fly is, is, is one I think that could bring justice, uh, some really good, uh, development, uh, developed yeah. games to that. I, I, but I, I, th I think again, my, my wish out of this whole entire thing. Is I like Bethesda. I, in fact, I think it's 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 it was an incredible purchase. But yeah. for me personally, the one that has been talked about, uh, the one that jumps off the page, the one that is the most relevant to me uh, as a gamer who's played uh, been gaming for forty plus years, is Capcom. If they, I, I just I I'm just trying to imagine a, a Resident Evil that's exclusive, like it. Mm -hmm. it it's pretty incredible. Now, again, I don't know if Capcom would be for sale because if you told me this in 2016, I would have told you yes. But yeah. 2017, when you look when they had back-to-back -back bombs in Resident Evil 7 and Monster Hunter, th those two games alone put yeah. the company back in black. Yeah. And, and so, like, and again, and that's kind of my fear as well, is this, like, that 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 one day of like again, not just Microsoft, of just like Amazon going okay. So how much is an Ubisoft? I don't really care. Buy them, and then all of a sudden, the only way we're getting Ubisoft games is if we're going through that Amazon service. Yeah, that, no, yeah. and that's why it's you know you know I take the fanboy hat off. I would be the same exact outrage as this is Sony. Absolutely. It just goes against my personal MO about the relationship between companies and people. Um, and so for me, uh, you know, I, I, I get worried for this. Now, let's take that hat off. Now let's have some fun. Okay. All right. Everybody, Safe Joe says, wear a seatbelt, wear a helmet. I'm telling you now, Fun Joe's here. Take that <laughs> belt right off. Okay. <laughs> I love um, it. What I would like to see, if if we're purchasing things, a lot of people go with the Japanese studios. Uh, everybody's like, you know, Microsoft needs them. Microsoft needs them. I doubt it. Uh, I don't think they need them as much as people want them to be in the in the Microsoft uh, umbrella of things. I think right now you can have enough influence for a Japanese publisher. Uh, if you get to that 25, if you get to that 30 million mark to make a persona on an Xbox, don't oh, think wow. you need the company to do that necessarily. Um, so, you know, when I take a look at like the Japanese companies, they are mid tier publishers. I don't think Microsoft necessarily, necessarily needs them because you're seeing them break 
you know, break their marketplaces by just having xCloud in there. Not to mention Xbox still as as like a console maker does not do well in 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 Japan, right? Yeah. Like they're selling well, 700 consoles there. So like when people are like they need this, I'm like I don't think they do. I think they could they could stay on board right here right now and they're going to be completely fine. So I don't think a Capcom's in the cards. I don't think a Square Enix is either. Also Japanese companies, the the mistrust they have with American ones, I don't know. Sega, Sega could be. Um and and again, but wow. If you're making a Persona, and a lot of people forget about this because I barely know it as well, um, Persona would be still multi-platform. I would There's imagine still, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if only, you know, probably the only thing that changes is maybe you put it on a Switch as well. But like that, Persona sells better than than uh, Final Fantasies. So like, there is no way you're you're putting that on just an Xbox. There's just no way, as a business sense, none. So you know. For me, you still want a westernized company, and I think if you're Microsoft, I think you want a company that's going to give you, uh, I know people are going to hate this, but they want uh, some Game Pass games in there. And I think what better of a company that can make those Game Pass games than as Deep Silver, right? You're yeah. getting your, your GTA likes with the uh, likes of Saints Row. Um, you're getting some more of the double-A stuff as well. And at the same exact time, you get Tech, uh, Techland, I believe, might still be a part of that company. You get Dying Light. Yeah. Um, if, if I'm not mistaken. So you get a whole bunch of IP that maybe aren't being used as well. And then, you know, you, you infuse them with cash. Makes a lot more sense to me than, than anything else out there. Sega, again, it, that could be it um, strictly for Atlas, but even then, I don't, I don't know. That was my long man. I'm sorry, it was so long. No, no, no. It's it, it's a great answer. Uh, it, it, it it's a you know it, it, the whole point of these conversations is to become uh, to have them become uh, thought provoking, right? That's what we're all here for. We have almost 400 people in the chat, and you know people are here to hear uh, our opinions on this. And I'm going to go to Dreadpool next uh, because Dreadpool dropped something in my. Uh, in in the uh, Breakfast with Boom DM, that's really interesting regarding Sega. But uh, before I get the address, let me just catch up on three of the super chats came in. First of all, RRD drops a very generous two dollars super chat and says, "Just want to show some love. Keep up the hard work." Well, thank you, dude. Super appreciate the generosity. We also have another one came in from Re- Reverse World. Five dollars says the saying goes: "I buy PlayStation for exclusives." Once these big purchases go through, how ironic would be if those are the only games left? That's that's an interesting theory. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'll say it. I uh, I I have a PlayStation for their exclusives. That that's why I play. I don't. I mean, if sure, if I was given a game for free like Control, I might play it. But I've already played it on the on the, on the on my Xbox, so I'm gonna stick around. For Sony's games that a lot of people, you know, scoff at. They don't like the over-the-shoulder, story-driven, adult-themed, third-person game. Well, th- I do. I like single-player games uh, like Joe's friend Kyle. I'm a, I'm a single-player guy first because I like story. I like character development. And I'm old. Uh, I, you know, I, I grew up with single-player games ruled the roost, so to speak. Um, but that's an interesting theory, Reverse World. Thank you for it, for the comment. But more importantly, thank you for your generosity. And Viper XT, my goodness, dude, he continues to bless Double Barrel Gaming with an additional $10 super chances because there are restrictions on buying Japanese studios. I wonder if Zenimax, 
if the Zenimax purchase was their backdoor way of being able to buy a Japanese studio publisher now that they own Tango Gameworks. Uh, from, that's interesting. I think from, from what I understand, I understand the, 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 the inner workings of how foreign business works. But Microsoft has roots in Japan because my, they have an office, uh, an Xbox division in Japan. Now, it's not a big office, but they've been there for years. And I think that in order to buy a Japanese company, you have to be able to have roots within uh, the, the, the country of origin. And I think they've been there long enough to allow for a purchase. Now, is it going to happen? I Honestly, I don't know. But Dreadpool... I want to get to you on this because you did drop the uh, the Sega Sammy um, uh, article in there that, of course, was in Japanese, and of course I had it I had it converted to English. But you you understood what the inning workings, what what was going on with that, and could Sega be the big one? Okay, well, first of all, um, Viper XT, uh, there there are no restrictions; it's just business. So the, the false narrative of uh, American studios or companies cannot buy Japanese stu- uh, companies, that's, that's false. I, I used to think that way too until I was pointed out differently and I started doing some research. So you can buy it. You don't have to be established there. You, it's just more red paper. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's all it is. Um, now, yes, uh, back to what you asked, Boom. Um, when it comes to a lot of restructuring, most businesses, when they start doing that, and, and this is from personal experience, okay, so it's not just gaming, it's it's the company I work for is worldwide, okay, and I've gone from small mom and pop and grandfathered in all the way from bigger and bigger and bigger worldwide and then bigger worldwide, okay. Um, when they restructure, they're looking to cut costs, they're looking to be more profitable and usually when they do that is they're um, looking to sell they're looking yeah. to sell something okay um, usually it's the whole company <laughs> you know so they're looking to merge it with something with another bigger company to big bigger you know but you want to have good profits you know so you want th- those uh, CEOs and the investors and everybody they want as much money as they can get out of that so when you cut your losses you cut all the, the, the no more pens, no more paper. You know what I mean? You, the bare minimum that you can have going no out more workforce. and collect. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, seriously, that too. No more workforce. You hire contractors. You know what I mean? And you minimize your internal workforce and, and, and push everything out so that way you show you're collecting more and, and, and establish more value than you're actually worth. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what they do. And when they're doing this, and, and, and it looks like they're splitting up into two different um, companies within the one Sammy company. So if you read it, it looks like they're doing two different divisions. And obviously with what I do, I'm in one of those divisions where when my company sold, they sold us off. The, the company that bought us sold off one of their other divisions that was mm-hmm. less profitable because we were more profitable because they bought us for that so that way they can get away and sell away another part of their company. You know, They have yeah. so many divisions. That's how big we are. But they bought us, and we were 
we were actually three different companies under one umbrella. <laughs> okay. And they got a they got rid of their their shittiest um company that they had under there. Okay. So this this is kind of a corporate thing anyway. This is how business is. You know, you 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 weed out the chaff and and you know, you you just want the best that you can for your money, your value and everything. And this is what they're doing. Um so with that being said, I'm going to do the Simon uh Cowell uh, Ubisoft. That's a no. Yeah. I don't, we already know that they don't want to be bought. We've already had that. that well, they tried scare. to have to take over a couple of years ago, and they right. fought it tooth and nail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we already had that scare. For us, it was a scare. <laughs> I'm sure it was probably more than that for them. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so I don't see that happening. Would I want them to? I wouldn't mind. I, I realize I play, because just looking back, I play a lot of Ubisoft games. Didn't realize <laughs> it. I never thought of myself as a Ubisoft fan. But if when I look at my catalog, I was like, "Holy cow! I do have a lot of Ubisoft games." <laughs> so I guess I am, you know, not unknowing you. Yeah. I just I like their games. Yeah, so, man, yeah I would want yeah. that, but it just I know reasonably it's not going to happen. Right. But I'm going to go back to what I've always said, and Boom knows this. Sega is my company to buy for Microsoft. Yeah. They've already had from the day one. We are, right now, Series X and S is basically Dreamcast 5, X, and S. Pretty much, okay? yeah. It's pretty much there, plain and simple. Um, they've helped out Microsoft from the get-go. The console, the, the OG Xbox is very similar to their, um, their uh, arcade cabinets. I mean, there, there's a lot of different things. I mean, yeah, it's not exactly one-to-one, -one, but there's a lot of similarities there. There's a long relationship didn't we have a long relationship with Bethesda, mm. with Todd Howard, mm. right? You see what I'm saying? They've yeah. had a great relationship, even though they haven't had anything going back and forth, like, all and the I mean, time. I can see you, like, again, like, I think you had a point there with, like, Atlas Games. Like, all of a sudden, you free up that exclusivity, and now in the West, people that, like, look, I mean, look at Yakuza. Pop, maybe even, a, like, a Yakuza-like effect of, like, your intro, like, look, Yakuza doesn't sell like hotcakes, right? It's it's no, not. It, a, it's, it's a niche title for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a niche title, but you're 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 introducing that title to your to your audience, and that's the most important thing that I feel like a lot of people uh, kind of lose out on when 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 we get into the the brass tacks of it is you're introducing them to and then telling other people that may be excited about Game Pass, but you know they don't have as many games to, to play. And that's maybe the, the sole reason why I know a lot of people. Sole reason why they're on a, a, a PlayStation full time is, um, is because of the, the, the JRPGs, like the like demographic that's on there. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, but, and that's, and that's the funny thing is we, ha we do have a huge demographic that love JRPGs here. Yeah. You yeah. know, and sure obviously sure not as huge, but it's still growing. And, and the more people that uh, experience these type of games, the more chance, that they'll actually like it. You know what I mean? There's there's more mm -hmm. of a chance to, to be there. I mean, don't we have a lot of the Yakuza games now on, on Game Pass? You'll have all of I them. Mean, you see, exactly. But you yeah. see what I'm saying? You, you're you bringing it in here. You, and don't forget, Sega has a bigger catalog than the big names that we know. There, there's right. a, the older catalog from when we were kids. There's other catalog games, like you said, you know, Atlas games that a lot of people forget is Sega. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So there, there's there's a big, huge catalog there for these games that they can bring over. Um, some of them, 
they kept away from us for whatever reason. We don't care. We don't know. Not a big deal. But guess what? Now we have the opportunity to get to those games. Yeah. I mean, listen, so. there, there. you know, when you look at a big acquisition, potentially, potentially, like someone like a Sega, uh, you're going to be getting a lot of teams. Uh, but you're also going to be getting a lot of IPs. And when you look at their storied history of IPs, quite frankly, there are a lot of them. Obviously, you get a mascot in Sonic. Um, you, you know, obviously, you're going to get Virtual Fighter. Uh, you're going, which, which is, I believe, still relevant. You, you know, you're going, you, you know, you get Sega GT. You know, there, there are a lot of. Uh, you, um, What's a spray painting game? Um, oh, oh, yeah, no, no, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I Jet Set Radio. Jet Set yeah. Radio, yeah, yeah. And that's a that's a that's a classic that could come back. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I would not turn away a Sega purchase, but that's not what I personally want. I don't necessarily know if what Sega has, because I know Joe, you had a different opinion on this. You said that you know they have. Um, uh, persona and like persona. for persona and like for for the atlas division alone it, it, it could be uh something well that's fun. all the jrpgs that they want to bring over to the xbox right yeah. i mean that that's what everyone has been uh that that's that's what everyone has been asking so you uh, know and, and here's the thing though and, I, and i'm gonna be like real and blunt is that really what what they want because we hear it we hear it for sure oh yeah xbox needs more jrpgs they need this they need that but then when push comes to shove, um, the like it's eighty percent PlayStation, twenty percent, you know, Xbox for for games like Kingdom Hearts and for games like Final Fantasy. Well, so that's, like, that's that, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, but that's also the fact that not every Xbox gamer is going to go to that. But at the same yeah, time, yeah, again, it's it's not for want, everyone. You want right. Xbox over in those markets, and that's where yeah, they're sure. not. So that opens up that air, that market also. Yeah, but I think even just with xCloud, it, it opens that up more by, you know, because I, I, I think we've seen it with, um, you know, with the, with with South Korea. And I think they even released Japan numbers of just like, it's, you know, Xbox is up 300,000 percent. You know what I mean? So, like, I, you know, I, I, I think they could do it with the service that they have, I think, is is the most appealing thing to that audience because it is a more you know, mobile audience. You right. know what well, I mean? when I was when I was saying Xbox, I wasn't meaning only consoles. I was just meaning the oh, whole yeah. family of Xbox. But that's the thing; they're not they're not there yet with all mm. of that. But it opens it up now. You can get Game Pass in Japan, and you've got Yakuza, you've got Shinobi, you've got Altered Beast. I'm reading some of the comments, so yes, I am cheating off of you guys. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean. You got all you got all these older games that are out there and now they're on the xbox uh, family service whatever you want to call it platform <laughs> okay so you don't have to buy an xbox but you could still be an xbox well player. that's a good see that see that, that yeah. that's the magic that that's the magic uh, question right because microsoft even though they would love to sell 10 million uh you know xbox series s or x in japan that's not what they're going for in that nope. region of the world. They, they, the reason why Game Pass launched in both uh, Japan and Korea is because xCloud launched in those countries. And, mm -hmm. you know, 10, 15, even 20 years ago, people used to wait in line two days in Japan to get a console. Yeah. Th that's just not what they're about anymore. They are a mobile market. And mobile markets are part of those 3 billion gamers that Microsoft is trying to get. With that said, 
what better way to have those uh, those gamers who play on their phones, who play on their uh, on their tablets and play on their computers at these cafes they have all, all, all over the place than to have them pay $15 per month for the ability to play a new Yakuza or a new Sonic. And again, we have to understand that there's a reason why that Smilegate has teamed up with Remedy to make that game for Korea, the um, uh, Crossfire X. That's right. right. Yeah, Crossfire cool. X is getting a, a, a facelift. It's one. It's still one of the most popular FPS shooters in Korea, mm-hmm. right? Because Smilegate is from that region of the world. That game is as big as Counter Strike. It could potentially be bigger. So that's coming to Xbox Game Pass, and that is going to be available for that region of the world for those gamers to enjoy. And then you look at Japan. You say, well, what 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 could Microsoft bring to the table that would get excited, get Japanese uh, players excited? <laughs> Fantasy Star Online Two, and they have a new one coming out on top of that. See, and that's the thing that we also forget. Okay, we're 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 still in the mindset because we are, um, everybody here in the panel are in the yeah. states, right? So we forget um, they have internet cafes in Europe and in in the Asian markets. Okay, um, not everybody can go get internet. Not everybody can do that, especially you know as young children. But they can go to an internet cafe, get online, and play these games. Um, they're making money digitally. So if you mm-hmm. go like that uh, w- with that thought pa- process, right? Because we're, we're so used to physical, having something physical in our hands, having something physical to put our discs in. You see, we're, we're still stuck on that kind of that mentality. The rest of the mm-hmm. world has already expanded beyond that. And like you said, they're digital. They, they're on their phones or, you know, and, and that's where a lot of our, our kids are now. They're always on their phones or their tablets, right? They don't have a disc. They don't know. They just push a button, the game downloads, and they start playing, yeah. right? That's what my daughter does. She's seven years old, and she's playing all these games on her tablet, okay? Well, that's, um, the, that's her generation, though. That's exactly. what they grew up with. Well, my cousins, be, I'm the oldest of all both sides of my family. My cousins didn't have the opportunities we had to to play on genesis and play with the cable modem hooked up to the genesis cartridge as it's plugged in so you can play sonic okay they didn't have any of that stuff it was magic to them like it was voodoo right um i go over there and i'm you know i'm I'm going to internet cafes over there so i can keep on you know in touch with everybody here on facebook and, and ordering tires for my drag racing car you know what i mean and they're like you're doing what I'm like, yeah, I need to go to the internet cafe so I can get online. Uh, they they couldn't grasp that, okay? And this was like uh, probably 15, 20 years ago, okay? But mm-hmm. they, this is to them, it was economical, okay? It's easier to go there. You don't all you do is you sit there and rent a space, and you sit there and you play whatever game you want for however yeah. long you want. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't cost them as much as it costs buying a console, trying to get internet at your house, trying to, you know what I mean? A lot of that infrastructure is not there. It is now, but it wasn't the last time I was there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and like I said, that was like 15, 20 years ago. It was not like that, and it's been building up. And we have so many friends now, everybody here that's here is from all over the world, right? So the infrastructure worldwide has gotten better. So don't mm-hmm. you think digitally the infrastructure has also gotten better 
So mm -hmm. if you're going to make a console for the Japanese market, it makes sense to make it a digital console, mm -hmm. basically virtual, right? There, you don't have to sell nothing. You just sell Game Pass. You sell the service to, to get on xCloud. You sell that stuff to them. They're happy. They can play these games. And why not get more Japanese games for those customers to come back in? You know what I mean? That's that's mm -hmm. really what it is. Because now if you're going to make a console, that's a loss until you can make that money back by then purchasing more games or yeah. falling into the ecosystem somehow. You know, And it's an easy way in, especially, like I said, they're already there. They're already ahead of the curve. They have the faster internet speeds than we do for, for even, you know, some of, you know, who's got Google Fiber? Not very mm -hmm. many of us. I know we don't have it over here on this side of the coast. Yeah. Uh, I don't think least. we have it even here, to be honest nope. with you. The best Google thing Fiber? we got is uh, that's, that's Cali. <laughs> yeah, that's, I know Cali's got it, but I, I yeah. think they were supposed to come this way towards the east, but I don't know how far they got before they stopped. They, uh, they're doing a lot of it in the south because it's cheaper for them to do the... It, it also, there's a, a lot of places in the south are rural areas yeah. uh, mm -hmm. and, and they have trouble with the internet there, uh, getting, the, getting the strong signal, so... It would make it, it would make sense real quick. I, I want to just catch up on some of the super chats because we've actually had quite a few come in. Uh, first Sorry. of all, a good friend of the show, Elemental PO, drops an outstanding two dollars super chat and says, "Happy Friday, boom and gang, always listening." Well, it's glad we're glad that you're here and thank you for your generosity. We have Infinite Double A, another generous friend of the show. He drops an outstanding five dollars super chat and says, "I think that Ubisoft is more likely than Sega. Sega is harder a harder sell because of the stipulations of Japan." company buyouts by american companies um, proven wrong sorry yeah i mean I, I i think there's still something there i i think that the japanese community is more tightened uh tightened where they're just not going to let uh you know foreign soil onto their property so i don't know if that yeah, and that's the biggest thing it's not so much like you know it's it's harder to buy them. Sure, it's do they want to? Because there it, is it, do they want that. to? Is, is yeah, that's the that's the real that's the real, and that's that's again that's could, the crux of the conversation. Like, agree with that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, because like the only company that really is like is a Japanese company that's embraced its American roots, y'all, is PlayStation. Only Sony, company. That's yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So and, like, and, and, yeah. Yeah, and even then, like because of that, they lost a lot of ground in Japan. So you know, yeah. It's, that's something to think about for sure. Yeah, absolutely, uh, for sure. Uh, Ape twenty twenty drops an outstanding five dollars super chat and says Sega also has more friendly, uh, family friendly games. Uncle Phil has stated we want that he wanted those. Yeah, I mean they they have they have a family game. It's called Banjo Kazooie. It's called that's Cameo. right. That's right. I, we I, don't I, need I don't, a Sanic. Sanic was never good after the Genesis era. <laughs> Let's leave that garbage behind. Let's. I love Sonic Adventure, Banjo. dude. I would love a reboot on that. Um, I like a reboot on Banjo Kazooie. That's what I like. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Victor Alistine <laughs> drops a very generous five dollars who says, I think Microsoft can take Sonic to new heights. I in, I absolutely agree. A Sonic game or in an Ori-like format, WB would be a must. The superhero craze is still dominant. Mm -hmm. You know what? That's another one. Um, we know that they're there. Listen, folks. Um, I can't confirm. I have been hearing, you know, the 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 word the, the two uh word uh, the the word WB in many many circles. Mm -hmm. Um WB which of course is owned by AT&T, they're having a, a ridiculous 
amount of issues over there right now, and they're bleeding money everywhere. Uh, they didn't uh, HBO Max didn't take off like they wanted. Uh, it's going to with all the big movies coming out uh, that's dropping day and date. But there's a lot it's of better, issues- it's better than Netflix. I'm, I'm I'm here to say I'm here to fight for HBO Max. Well, I like HBO Max. I don't know if it's better than Netflix, but I will say that okay. it's it. There, there's some issues going on there, so WB is always a possibility. And a good friend of the show, John Mitchell, drops an outstanding and very generous $10 Super Chat and says, keep up the good work, boom, big fan. About What about Ubisoft or Square Enix? Yeah, those two are possible. Um, so I, again, Ubisoft, man, they make a lot of money, but I don't know. And yeah, Ubisoft Enix. likes to be independent, but Ubisoft you can make deals with. I think that's the most important thing a lot of mm-hmm. people forget here is Ubisoft will try anything, okay? Yeah, Ubisoft is in college right now. It's ready to experiment. So, like, <laughs> they will make a deal with anyone. You'll even see it with Stadia as well. So, like, you don't necessarily need to buy them because they're always open to new things. Well, their so. Ubisoft Plus is supposedly rumored to be added to Game Pass. Exactly. And that, that announcement is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have that on good authority as well. So, I mean, obviously we saw EA jump into the ring with oh, Game Pass. And Ubisoft Plus, man, if that – folks, do you understand that if they – and think about this for a second. And, Joe, you're really on to something here yeah. because – they wouldn't have to buy Ubisoft, but if Ubisoft Plus was added to Game Pass and Microsoft dumped a huge amount of money into, into Ubisoft, say, listen, we want that service because the one thing with Ubisoft games that mm-hmm. they make money on the back end is through cosmetic uh, microtransactions. Right. Like, now, they get me every time. Like I, I see a Pegasus that's on fire that I can't get in the game. Well, I'm going to drop 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. I did it for Assassin's Creed. Um, uh, uh, Odyssey. I I wanted that Pegasus because I'm a big fan of Clash of the Titans. Not the well, I like the new ones, but the original one. Right. And I, mean, I really want that Pegasus. So when I fall off a uh, jump off a cliff, I just float down like a graceful angel. And I and I bought that. And what they could do is get that money on the back end through microtransactions. But to have that in the service, folks, getting I mean, it's 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 just madness to think that along with Microsoft's 23 first-party studios with 35-plus teams and growing, you could potentially get Ubisoft day-and-day games. It's 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 madness. It's just yeah. complete madness to even think about. But you know something? That would be, then, again, it's one of those cherry-on-top situations that you're like, Jesus, can this service get any better? The answer is... Yes, it could. So, John, thank you so much for the $10 Super Chat. And more importantly, for you listening to the show, because at the end of the day, that is really what's important. we got to have people in here. And we have over 400 people here. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to stop by, hang out, drop some comments into, of course, the chat. And this is a chat that is a safe space. Uh, We do not tolerate bullying. We do not tolerate trolls. I already had to message someone. And, you know, obviously the community lets me know, bro. And Lethal Papa, I'm not sure if you're here. I think he probably is because he's always lurking with uh, with a very big stick, band stick. So if you are a D-I-C-K, you're going to get the uh, the B-O-O-T. So uh, don't, don't do that. Come and hang out. Have some fun. Put your comments in there. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And just don't be a D-bag. It's Friday. Come on. The new game's out. Everyone should be just having fun. But I do want to go to Crispy Bomb because, Crispy, you have been very, very 
opinionated about the potential acquisitions of bigger studios from Microsoft because you believe that the more value Game Pass has, the better chances are they're going to. And again, I, I really want to say this that people seem to, under, to get this twisted. When I say you're going to get PlayStation fans, the, the guy or gal that has a PlayStation fan isn't going to go and pack their shit up and then go to GameStop to buy an Xbox. No, that that's not what's going to happen. No one's abandoning their 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 favorite platform. But there's no rule book. There's nothing in the rule book that says someone can't enjoy. Like for me, I'm a Xbox gamer first. I am very clear as glass. Everybody knows that. I just broke two hundred ninety thousand. I'm going to hit that 300000 in the next month or so. That's that's a big deal for me. But that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy my PlayStation 5 it's just as much because I do. So I think that if you can uh, make an investment that's going to lure people to be like, you know something? I need a second console because this deal, it's I just cannot look away. For you, uh, Crispy, when you start hearing people like Benji Sale start bringing in these these uh, uh, these rumors, if you will, I think that there's certainly more smoke now than there was before. What do you think, bro? Absolutely. I mean, you know, you only have a few companies that really have such large buying power, and all of them seem to be getting into the same part of gaming. You know, the streaming based, the the subscription based. So you, you have to understand what is a Bethesda level acquisition. Yes, Microsoft paid seven point five billion for them. Um, you have to realize that Bethesda's value around the time these are all approximations, by the way, was about three billion. Okay, so they basically paid almost double for for Bethesda, ZeniMax. So then you have everybody keeps saying Ubisoft, right? So you think of their value. As of yesterday, this is approximations. They are constantly changing. They are worth $12.7 billion. So you'd potentially have to pay up to $24 billion. That is That is far beyond a Bethesda-level acquisition. Yes. Yeah. Okay? You have Square Enix, as of yesterday... Valued around five point seven billion, a little bit closer to a Bethesda level acquisition. Okay, then you have Capcom seven point three seven billion. Okay, and then you have everybody says Sega, right? Well, mm -hmm. three point three five billion. So that would be almost the same amount of money they'd be paying for Sega. Yes, correct. So this is me saying, look. Ubisoft, I mean, they're just too large of a company for Microsoft to justify right now absorbing them because they just they they have too much revenue and they're worth too much. And they they really have gotten, you know, some really good games out there that have not flopped. So they're not they're not hurting. Now Sega doing all this restructuring, yeah, it kind of seems like something's going on. You know, and then um even even you could throw out their CD project red is is worth around three billion and they just lost a billion dollars this past month. So I mean it's really up in the air, and because you know the values change, you still you know Microsoft's gonna have to pay at least double and it, you know, because the potential value has to be uh you know put into the contract. That's why it costs so much more than than Zenimax was worth. So I mean, it's it's a little wild to think about. You know, Game Pass, I would rather have Microsoft buying them than a Google or an Amazon or even an Apple because 
I feel like the an infrastructure that Xbox has gives the gamers at least the opportunity, even if they're locked behind the system or the, the company itself, to be able to easily get to these games. So, you know, for example, if you don't want to buy a Series S, you have a, a really good computer or something like that, you can play on there, or you you um you know you can go and use your phone and you know just have the X Cloud. So, I mean, I, I if anybody's gonna buy them, it, it might as well be Microsoft. I know, you know, you nobody ever says Sony because Sony just does not have the revenue to do this. Right. Um, you know, it would have to be like a a multi tiered like infrastructure type crazy thing that they just they would never even bother with. They they'd rather just develop a couple new studios. That's the way they would do it. Yeah. So that's that's just it's mind blowing that we're even talking about this again because you know we were at WB. It was like a shadow thing, and then all of a sudden they're like, no, we bought Zenimax. No, it's it's yeah, you know. So. Yeah. I'm sure nonchalantly at some point they're going to be like, oh, you know, some crazy idea, and that's going to be somebody else. You know, you just that's what I feel right now. The smoke and mirrors. <laughs> and, and and real talk, like, I, I, I like what you say there. I, I, you know, again, I think Sega would make a little bit more sense. It also turn. It also the question is like, is it a private? Is it a public company? Um, I, you know, the the whole thing with Sega, I like, I don't know about the Twitter posts and how you know verified it is but like if they are creating themselves to be a leaner company then they are definitely looking into a buyout of some sort um that said as well if people are like why why doesn't sony make these type of moves they don't need to they're in perfectly fine uh shape right now with the amount of studios they have what is it like 15 16 and they're all producing the best quality they they've been so far so yeah you know what sony needs to focus on is rather buying smaller studios it's really is it really their move yeah so to add on to it because i did forget about it i kind of got wrapped up with 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 sega wb okay that is you you don't think that the doors are closed okay i heard that they're still talking okay that's that's my understanding of it. Is there's there's still communication there about it. I think what it is is they found out how much their IPs are actually worth, and they yeah. kind of, you know, uh, put it back and 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 don't think that no, even Sony's not talking to them. Okay, I, the door is still open. It's just the conversations stopped because there's there's so much news going on that we kind of moved on and forgot about it. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as I know, Xbox, Microsoft is still in communications about it. I don't think the door is fully closed yet and yeah, I th- will never be. That could be the other one that logically to be that size. Yeah. For, for me, when it comes to WB, I think when you have IPs like, uh, Harry Potter, like Batman, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat yeah. alone, yeah. Um, you're you're talking. I, I think those IP alone are worth. Uh, you know, I think that mm-hmm. the 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 stick up there is not so much because I, I I'm I'm agreeing with you here. I don't think they're a a good publisher to begin with. Um, you even see with the like like right now they're like we want most of our games to have a live service uh, attached to them. Like, oh God, no. Uh, <laughs> so they're not great to begin with. So I'd like to see those IP and those developers be treated a little better. But I do think it's like if a Star Wars is four billion bucks, how much is a Batman? How much is a Harry Potter? How much are those huge franchises? 
Um, and and if you're Microsoft, does that amount of money that you that that you're coughing up for it is it actually going to justify the the the, the cost to make it or, or the profit to gain out of it? You know, that's that, that's that's, a, that's actually a fantastic question, and I think actually just just you know glancing over what you said, I, I think it might be. See, because here's the thing, you know, if you listen to my shows. Um, I, I, I love Xbox. I do. But they do things sometimes that just piss me off. Uh, and, and one of them, of course, and I've been banging this drum for, Jesus, for quite some time, is not having a Banjo-Kazooie. Now, we talked about it uh, on yesterday's Xbox Factor po- podcast that Platonic, uh, uh, makers of ukulele, um, are in the process of rebranding and they got some other things going on and they said right now it's a big secret that's all they wanted to put out there see for me my my banjo kazooie radar goes off and say okay you know what the t- the studio is comprised of almost it's, it's like in 90 in the 90 percentile of all x rare developers right mm-hmm. so they made ukulele through Kickstarter. I was a backer on that when they launched that 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 uh, that project because I'm a big fan of Banjo Kazooie, and they're a small enough studio. They they fit into that niche. Uh, they have just enough people to not be the big AAA studio like a Bethesda, but they don't. They have more than enough people, then they're not a single A. So they they could be tasked yeah. to do a new Banjo Kazooie, which of course Joe and I are hoping that they do. But when you look at WB. Uh, on the other side of the coin, they have soup. They have superheroes, which, by the way, if you didn't know, are still a fucking thing. Pardon my French. It, the superheroes kind of sell games. Spider-Man is a perfect example of that. Now, we know that Marvel has opened the doors, along with Star Wars, to have everyone that's uh, anyone to play in their universe, right? Again, that gets to, that gets me back to the I'm pissed off at Microsoft because I think that they would be it behooves them to have their own hero game. Now, mm-hmm. I, I I'm a Marvel guy first. I'd be the first one to tell you, but if you're going to tell me that we're going to get an exclusive Batman, a new Arkham or a reboot or whatever you want to do with it, I'm all in on that. I am I am all in on that. So I I, I would like that, but I want to take this a little further. Why I love the WB uh, purchase. And again, like Dreadpool said, and I've heard this, Dreadpool, also, that the door is still open. It's not a completely closed door for Microsoft because they can afford to make the investment. Killer Instinct is and will always be one of my favorite games. I'm Yeah, you know, you know where I'm going because no, I'm, I know Yeah, because um, Ed Boone himself said three years ago on social media that he would uh, postpone a release of Mortal Kombat to work on a new Killer Instinct. Then the internet went completely apeshit because, quite frankly, could you imagine a Killer Instinct by Ed Boon and that team there? It would be ridiculous. One of the IPs that are just completely sitting on their hands, and it's 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 a brain scratcher to me, is Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct, if you put it on right now, looks like a brand new game. Plays like a brand new game. And that was a launch title in 2013. So now you're starting to to hit some checkboxes. Okay, we got a fighter maker, right? Boom. We get the superhero game. 
boom. WB would be the ultimate purchase. And I think that, that what it could do is not only bring over those IPs to work for Microsoft and to be an Xbox Game Pass. Again, if you if you are a parent, right? Um, and for instance, you just they just they just announced that they're working on or they're starting working for pre-production on a Harry Potter TV series. Right, that that's basically confirmed. Right, the Hollywood Report is reporting it. Everyone else is. All the trades are. If you could turn around and say that the next Harry Potter game is in Xbox Game Pass, you're going to get people to listen to what you're talking about because they're going to their kids are going to know that Harry Potter game is going to go in there. What better way to get that said people or gamers, regardless of age, into your ecosystem, which, again, at the end of the day for Microsoft, is what they are looking to push? Mm-hmm. Joe, am I crazy here? Well, yeah, I, I definitely think you're on stuff, man. I definitely here, think so. Um, uh, oh, go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it, it, just, it, it just comes down to, to the line of um, how much are those individual IP? How much does what what type of profit WB wants to see out of them, and how much they know they could get out of them? So one thing that we forget about Game Pass is something that I echoed uh, in the middle of the show here. Um, you know, when the rumors of Cyberpunk, remember it was optimistic, pie in the sky, there was no glitches yeah, yeah, or bugs. Of course. <laughs> um, and the rumor was, oh, Cyberpunk's gonna be day and date. The one thing that I told y'all is probably not because they want to see those day one sales 13.8 million copies after the return joe I, and that Damn. that was the la- that was the last time i checked it's yeah. probably closer to 15 and so when you're taking a look at those numbers th- again like we we kind of think that game uh, game pass or these services are the end all be all they're very much if you take a look at the movie industry they're just a piece of the puzzle Right. So like, you know, when you take a look at the movie industry or TV industry, you have your Netflix, you have your theaters, you have your 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 iTunes. Right. You could purchase them outright. You could buy them physical. You can rent them. You can you know, there's different ways of making money. And so if I am WB, the last thing I want to do is assure that my thing, my 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 Batman, uh, my my precious, if I am first off, you have to buy those studios, you have to buy those um, you know, developers, and then you have to rent the IP. So they really, they they take a look at the, the game pass and go, okay, how's that hurting my bottom line? Like, how is, how is that impacting, not hurting, impacting my bottom line, right? It, how is it impacting those day one sales? More importantly, you know, WB is not like Disney, where Disney could sit back and go, we could focus on quality more than profit. You said something really interesting. AT&T is not doing great. It's right. a really bad place. It is bleeding cash. The last thing you want to do is make it so that Batman is only on one platform. So what you really want is you want someone that's going to distribute that to multiple to get the biggest bang for your buck and then eventually turn them in into a game pass uh uh service that's okay. i think a lot of things that when we when we lose track of this because we get we take a look at that big giant pie and our eyes you know widen is there is there is the purely business aspect and at&t if anything is the most transactional uh company out there remember they made universal studios just so that they can siphon money off of disney so the pure you know, the whole thing behind you know the the universal uh or wb rather the whole the whole thing of that is hey while people are at disney maybe they come over here 
Like that's that that's the type of company that they are. See, and that's the funny thing you mentioned that the the reason why Universal Studios exists is because the deal between Disney and and Universal mm-hmm. fell apart. Disney exactly. went their way, and Universal got butt hurt and said, "You know what? We can do that <laughs> if not better." Exactly. And that's what happened. So, but, mm-hmm. um, the other thing is uh, we we also forget, right? Uh, Minecraft. It was signed on, right? When they were purchased, yeah. part of the purchase deal was, was to have those on, on multiple, con- yeah. mm-hmm. multiple consoles. That's part of the contract. They could do the same thing here. Uh, it's just red tape, and I'm sure that's why the, the doors are still open because there's, there's, they're they're probably figuring out how we can get the most money out of this. And don't forget, yeah. Game Pass is not always the end all be all. You know, so it just depends on what cut they're getting. For them to go in there, if Microsoft or Xbox wants to pay them to keep them in Game Pass, they got to give them a good enough deal to say yes. And if they exactly. think that and, and Batman that's the is worth it, that's yeah. where it would fall. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's, there's a. There, I mean, when you talk, when you're talking about uh, studio-owned IPs as opposed to um, IPs that are borrowed, like kind of like that, that, that. That's what the Batman would be. That's what Harry Potter would be. That, that that's what Lord of the Rings would be. Those IPs carry a significant amount of financial mm-hmm. weight. So again, this is we're, we're just spitballing here, folks. We have no idea. But all I can tell you is, again, this has been a great show. This has been a show that has been uh, we're closing in on two hours. I think that you know we we did a bang up job keeping everyone entertained. Hopefully, uh, before we get on out of here, I do have to catch up with some of the super chats. Uh, we have one from Antoine Williams who drops an outstanding two dollars super chat, and he says, "Game Pass to Tesla." I, you know what? I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Is it um, on a Tesla already? They got steam on it. They got yeah, Steam they, on it? God yeah, damn it, Elon. So it's not a stand, man. Good friend yeah. of the show, Chaos Theory, not only drops an outstanding $5 super chat, today is his 40th birthday. Ooh. He says this, celebrating my 40th B-Day with Boom and the crew. A good day. Well, dude, happy birthday from all of us in the chat. Of course, chat, let's give this, let's show some love. Give this guy a big happy birthday. And of course, 40 years old. My God, 10 years older than you. I feel even older now. Uh, but listen, happy birthday, dude. And thanks for always being here, supporting the channel. Thanaros, another generous friend of the show. He drops an outstanding $5 of chat. And Sega, with the backing of Microsoft, would bring them back to glory. Sega's biggest issue currently is they can't afford to take a risk with games. Oh, that's great. That's a great, great comment, dude. And listen, uh, Crazy Taxi would be dope. A new Altered Beast done in 3D would be super dope. Um, and again, like and like these games are like like I'm thinking of like Crazy Taxi. They are Game Pass games. Like they when, are when we Game about Pass it. games. You know, not every game needs to be game of the year. Some of them just need to be fun and engaging. Yeah, well, Crazy yeah. Taxis is yeah, that's a perfect example. You, yeah. you, I mean, who played Crazy Taxi for sixteen hours? Nobody. But like, if you played for, it for every, five minutes, well, well, for well, every hold, Stranger hold, Things, hold there's a Tiger there. King. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> Me and my friends played it for like a whole weekend straight on the old Dreamcast. Okay, so. <laughs> Nowadays, I mean, maybe that, nobody. That percentage is low, but I definitely appreciate <laughs> that. Um, why nine power drops in a uh, $5 super chat. Thanks for being here, dude. Thank you for your generosity. He says this. I get Microsoft wanting people in their ecosystem, but Xbox needs a gateway exclusive game only on Xbox consoles. No PC, no Game Pass. I will buy. 
You know, here's the thing with that, dude. <clears throat> I see where you're going, but I think that if we, if you've been following the uh, the, the 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 track of what Microsoft wants to do. They want to be inclusive. They don't want to be exclusive. And that is why PC is Xbox, Xbox is PC. And that's why there's PC Game Pass. That's why there's Xbox Game Pass. And I think that when you do that, when you don't paint yourself into a corner, you open yourself up for way more people on your ecosystem as opposed to, now I, I see your point, getting that dope-ass, you know, Triple A over the shoulder banger that we all want them to have that we're going to get in Fable or Perfect Dark or Avowed or you know the Compulsion game that's supposed to be like Bioshock meets Uncharted that we're going to get. But the fact that you don't lock that, uh, what I I see what you're saying, and I think that if you were to put those games, like for instance the Bethesda games, and we're going to get into this on on Monday's primetime gaming, they don't belong on a PlayStation. They just don't because they're Microsoft first party now. And I know that's going to piss a lot of people off, but Sony has their own first party stuff. They have great games. Let them keep making their games. Microsoft paid 7.5 billion. There's no reason to put one of Bethesda's games on there, that, but that's just me. Again, that's a, 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 whore, a dark hole. We don't want to go down. Hey, hey, how about this? I'll place that with you right now. I don't think I'll, I don't think Bethesda is going to be a true exclusive. I think you're going to see them on. You're, you're going to see at least the big ones on, on PlayStation. I, I'm willing to bet you. Okay, I, I mean, I, I'm, again, listen, I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting something down online here. I'm willing to bet you the superior pizza that is New Jersey pizza. I'll put that online right now. Don't do it. I, I'll get you a pie. I'll get you a pie from Ralph's Pizzeria. It is the most glorious pizza you'll ever have in your life. <laughs> I'll put that online. Well, look, look. I'll, I'll say this: um, it, it, it's going to be very interesting. I ju- I just don't think that mm-hmm. with trying to sell Game Pass, if you take one of those exclusives and put it on PlayStation, you're not going to get people to invest in your system if they own a Sony platform. You're just not because there's no reason to do that. What you want to do is kind of what Y9 Power is saying. Take that that awesome exclusive and say, okay, if you want to play, and, and the difference, and again, I'm going to say this on Monday Night Show, and I have my notes already written for it. When the difference between a Sony exclusive is mm-hmm. Sony keeps it on their ecosystem, they paint themselves into a corner, and they're very happy, they're content with that. Mm-hmm. When you talk about a, a Bethesda game for Microsoft as an exclusive, quote unquote, you have to understand there's a difference on how these games are played and the ability to play said game. You have Xbox, you have PC, you have cell phone, you have tablet, and now in 2021, you're going to have TV. So there are a multitude of ways to play these games. And what that basically means is two things, of several things. People are buying the games outright if they want or they're subscribing to your your, your service through uh, with Game Pass, and they're using XCloud, or they're playing on console, or they're playing on their on their rigs. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's a very big difference as to what Sony does, painting themselves into a corner. And for that reason, is why I don't believe they should or need to be on that playstation console because you just spent 7.5 billion dollars there's no reason to give the keys to the mercedes to your neighbor when you bought the car thank you i will say this 
I am willing to bet. Yeah, have you ever been to Joe's Pizza in Greenwich Village? I have not. It's literally the greatest pizza I'll ever, I've ever had in my whole entire life. I'll bet you a, a nice pie. Well, you know, what? Well, I'll, I'll take you up on that, and, yeah. Netflix, and 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 we'll do that. But listen, folks, for, first of all, we're we're at the two hour mark. Thank you so much for being here. We broke some numbers we haven't broken in a long time. Nice. We had almost uh, f- all, 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 close to four hundred and fifty people here, which is pretty dope. Um, and I want to thank you so much for coming, uh, coming, hanging out, enjoying the program. Hopefully, you did. If you did, you were nice enough to hit that like button before you get on out of here. And of course, uh, I'll say this: if you're new to the program, please. Please consider subscribing. Um, here we have fun. Uh, with the chat is always uh, the chat is fantastic. We have the, one of the best chats in, in gaming, in my opinion. Everyone comes here to just talk games, have fun, and hopefully you guys and gals did that today. Let's get to the outros and get everyone out of here. I'll start with Joe. Joe, yeah. obviously, you are on loan from PlayStation Nation. Uh, and uh, but you do represent the Xbox brand uh, in a, in a proper manner. But more importantly, the uh, the trophy room is one of my personal favorite PlayStation uh, podcasts because you guys talk about games. You don't nitpick. You don't go. You don't go down dark rabbit holes, and you don't you know you you you, you don't poke fun. You're there to just have hang out with your best friend Kyle, talk about PlayStation, and occasionally even talk about Xbox. Tell everyone. But where can people reach out to you on social media and potentially subscribe to the Trophy Room? We have a promise. We never want to troll the Xbox community at all. We always want to give them the respect they deserve. Unless Luke Lore or Sean Capri enter the equation, then I get a little petty just to get, just to get under their skin. Because they suck. Mostly Luke. He just sees awful. Uh, that said, um, yeah, no, it's going to be... Uh, it, we, we had a pretty awesome show uh, last week, or this week, rather. Um, so please check that out over there on the Trophy Room a PlayStation show over on uh, YouTube. You could check out the audio versions wherever you find a podcast service. You can find the Trophy Room podcast on uh, there, whether it's Apple Play or we're, we're rushing for 150 in North America reviews on North America. Make them five stars. We're giving away games. That's how we're going to be doing it. So if we get, reach 155 star reviews on iTunes, we give you a shout out. We give you a free game. It's all that. I love it. Stuff. I, I love, love love what you're doing at the channel. Love that you're <laughs> making some. Uh, oh, I'm okay. I thought I was on mute. I'm glad that. And, and, and you're gonna have Greg Miller on the show in the yeah. next weeks, which is pretty freaking cool. Maybe um, I'll be on some shows. Who knows? We gotta. Yeah. We gotta. Well, you're gonna have to tug his ear for me. You're gonna have to. You're gonna. Yeah. You're gonna have to drop a five dollar uh, uh, Patreon subscription into his pocket from me, and say, "Check out Double Barrel Gaming, Greg. He's uh-huh. a fan, and he'd like to be on it. And and and, and I'll buy you a slice of pizza. How about that? Ooh, um, okay. Real quick, right, acute perspective. Uh, first of all, welcome to the program, dude. He drops an outstanding three dollars super chance. Says Killer Instinct tournament on Twitch. Rivals February 1st. Oh, in, oh, dude, I didn't even know about that. Thank you. I will definitely check that out. Uh, Crispy Bomb, let's get you on out of here, brother. What shows are you guest appearing on outside of Breakfast of Boom? Where could people potentially get cut in half by you, by your stout chainsaw? And where could people reach out to you on social media? Uh, always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you, chat, for waking up with us. Much appreciated. At Chrissy Bomb on Twitter, Chrissy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. Hit me up. I I would like to hit 500 friends soon. I'm getting close, so let's do it. And uh, yep, yeah, Retro Renegade, 7 p.m. Tuesday nights. 
Thursday night, 8 p.m., the next podcast. And, of course, I'll be back here Friday morning, 10 a.m., Breakfast with Boo. Well, thank you so much for being here, as always, dude, and love having you a part of this show each and every week, and definitely appreciate the, the banter, as always. Last, and in no way least, Dreadpool, why don't you tell people about Breaking Bread with Dread? Where can people reach out to you for a, for a conversation on social media, and where can people subscribe to your YouTube channel? All right, so I'll go down the line like I always do. Twitter, Dreadpool, the O's are actually zeros, YouTube, Gamertag. And Stadia, I am still on Stadia, and I'm actually growing more and more friends, believe it or not. Nice. Uh, it's 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 really funny. I mean, I'm rarely on there, but it's it's cool to see that people are giving it a try um, because this is going to be pushing more more against XCloud and more against Luna. You know, so this this helps gaming. Okay, I don't care what you guys say about Stadia. Yeah, it sucks. It's not what they promised us. But they're working on it just like xCloud is working on it. So everything all above, Dreadpool, all caps, all letters. Uh, Breaking Bread with Dread, which you guys heard about it, I'm sure, on the outros from last week or this past week's primetime gaming. I had clowns and Italian sun. Or Italian sun. Italian clowns and Tempest sun. God, I, I put them together. Um, <laughs> Hilarious. Well, they, they literally... Yeah, a mega human. <laughs> they, they both literally sat on either side of me. We, we started... You know, I'm setting up and I look over to ask them so we could take pictures of our pizzas because we went to Mod Pizza and mm. clowns only had two slices left. Wow. He literally scarfed it down. It was so good. And, uh, yeah, it was a great show. So definitely uh, check it out. It's uh, uh, on anchor.fm slash Dreadpool. So just look up Breaking Bread with Dread out there. And from there, you can find it on a whole bunch of different podcasts. Spotify, Google, Apple. It's all over the place. So every week, you can find me in Gaming Beyond the Box Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Obviously, every Friday mornings here at 10 a.m. And then Four Guys with Quarters when we do the interviews. Um so I'm out there to help out Italian clowns when I can with, with the, the interviews. And they got some – he's got some good, good interviews lined up coming up. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been doing a lot of good work over at uh, Four Guys with Quarters. But listen, gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Chat, I want to thank you for making Double Barrel Gaming relevant and tuning in for all of the live and, of course, uh, now videos that are coming weekly. Uh, of course, I want to thank this, the very generous Super Chats that came in. And quite frankly, there was a shit ton today. And like I said, I expect nothing. And I'm always uh, tremendously humbled by the generosity of this amazing community. And of course, I want to wish everyone a fantastic weekend. Please be safe. Wear a mask. Don't take chances. And I'm going to mm -hmm. close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day, it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dear old dad taught us when we were kids. He used to say, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.